sat her down, explaining the process every step of the way, and asking repeatedly for her permission to touch her in places that no longer even feel intimate. Stella makes it easy for them. They're just doing their job. The agent bending to sign her fingers up Stella's calf is new, or at least has never worked the Friday night shift before when Stella's passing through. Her name tag says Maria. She has dark hair slicked into a tight bun that can't disguise the natural curl. Big dark eyes fringed with lashes that don't need to be glued on. Her mouth isn't painted red, but it's lush and glistening just the same. She does her job efficiently, barely cracking a smile. Not unfriendly, but definitely distant. When she looks up, Stella, who's looking down, thinks she understands why. Stella's never been with a woman, but that doesn't mean she hasn't thought about it. These tricks, sometimes they work on women too. That gleam of interest, however faint and trying to be ignored, calls to her just as much as it does in a man's eyes. Because all of this effort Stella makes isn't so much about the wanting as of being wanted. When Maria's fingertips skate along the inside of her thighs, Stella's reaction is immediate, but not unconscious. Her feet shift on the blue painted marks on the floor, the rough paint that could snag her stockings if she's not careful. The tiniest movement, not enough to draw attention to herself, but the agent notices. Their eyes meet. Under the layers of silk and lace, Stella throbs. Maria looks away. What would it be like to hide yourself that way so the world can't guess something that is such a basic part of you, such a defining thing? Stella understands. Everyone has secrets, and most of them are about sex. Maria doesn't look at her again, not throughout the entire rest of the inspection, and her voice doesn't falter as she gives in monotone the speech and instructions Stella could recite from memory. Stella's voice, however, has gone husky when she gives her permission for every single pat of Maria's hands against her. By the time it's over, Stella feels flushed and shivery. She fumbles with her belongings, and Maria has to help with her coat and bag. Take your time, ma'am, Maria says in a neutral voice. Have a nice day. Stella slips into her shoes and pulls the bag along behind her, her coat over her arm. She doesn't look back, keeps her head high, draws in breath after breath to keep herself steady. In the bathroom, she locks herself inside a stall and leans against the chilly metal, eyes closed, and pushes her hands into the slit of her wrap dress. Up the insides of her thighs, over the stockings and bare flesh, to press her clit through her panties. Her back arches, her nipples are hard. She lets herself imagine for a few moments what it would be like to have that woman's face against her flesh, those lush lips on her cunt. Would it be different than the beard-rough touch of a man? Probably. She laughs at herself, but silently, and at the sink 
splashes water on a paper towel before pressing it to the back of her neck. She studies her reflection, dark-lined eyes against pale skin, those red lips. Her hair is naturally auburn and hangs to her shoulders, usually worn with the ends curling up, but not tonight. She wears it in a deep side part now, pinned behind one ear and hanging loose on the other. Because she's alone in the bathroom, she allows herself to give the woman in the mirror a sly smile and an assessing gaze. Stella doesn't stare at herself because she's vain. She does it so she knows how she looks to other people. She does it so she can be sure the expressions she feels on her face look real, her smile bright or sexy or sympathetic as needed, and not some joker-faced grin. She used to never have to think about how she looked.